wasn't yeah, It's my nature bad. to feel bad about things because it's kind of It's 8.34 a.m. Saturday, April the 4th, 2020. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. <laughs> you know, I almost forgot how we do that. I think it's because I've been doing the audio blog again. What's the standard opening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are, folks. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, I'll tell you. <laughs> and who thought, who could have thought that a week could be so hectic when you, when you barely leave the house? But it can be. But first, I must say that tomorrow is my mother's 85th birthday. And I cannot let the Bill and Diane show go by without acknowledging that tomorrow. 85. It's Kathy Strips. 85th I remember birthday. her 80th birthday like it was yesterday. It probably was yesterday, Diane. <laughs> That's the way these things work now. I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. Time skips quantum, along. Quantum physics of the uh, of elderhood is ah, a, a whole different set of equations, I think, is what we're dealing with here. I think you're right, Bill. I think so, too. It'll all be in my new book, Bill Does It to Physics, <laughs> which is a title that my mother actually recommends to me. She's always saying that she's, I should do a Christmas album calling, called Bill Davy Does It to Christmas. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. My mom has a certain kind of sense of humor. But anyway, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Eve, Ma. Love you forever. Sorry we can't be with you on your birthday. You know, you know how those things go. Everybody's in the same, I was going to say boat, but how about <laughs> cell <laughs> or something. But it's what you make of it, huh? It's what you make of it. I don't know. We've got a pretty cushy cell. Yes, I do feel like uh, one of the most fortunate of the fortunate. So, But uh, we managed to do some things this week, Diane. Well, it was pretty, yeah, I... I don't, Just I on the work front, I've been very productive, even though I'm here. But um, you got you're rocking the you got the whole workstation going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad I decided to set up a little workstation. Oh, yeah. I think that that I, well, it was absolutely necessary just for ergonomics, man. I was right. when I was balancing the computer on my lap, that was no good, and the dining room table was too tall, and you know it's just. It was just not working. It's just all now, kinds of trouble, Diane. But, but now, now I've got my little workstation, and yeah. it's nice. I like it. I like it. I like coming and downstairs it, and seeing you at, at your workstation. Yeah. Makes me feel like, okay, we got to function. And this place. week we had, uh, I mean, this week, this was the week when Zoom became <laughs> our friend. Yes. In Zoom so became many our ways. friend. This was, uh, I, you know, i got to say, I, I don't remember being so single-mindedly focused on one particular thing so much of every day for so long ever before in my life as i was and i don't think if it hadn't been for marjorie richards i don't think i would have been as nearly as focused because she kept calling me and you know saying hey i just found that thing that says we can maybe do it this way or hey i just saw a thing that tells you how to do this thing so that you could we could you know because I had, my idea was to create a split screen thing so that we could trade songs back and forth because 
the CMP Coffee Company, most of the gigs that I play these days, the shows that I do, uh, are with another person, and we just will both be there, and we'll just trade songs back and forth. The first time I ever did that was with Jim Page, and he and I have done it for years. But I hadn't done it as a regular thing until I started doing this series of shows out at the CMP Coffee Company, and now I do it when I play at the Cooth, or a lot of, I've done it at the Grumpy D's and all the places that I play. Is this too long-winded? No, okay. no. So may, I, may I just mention that as an audience member, yeah. that is something I really enjoy because yeah. it, keeps, it keeps it all interesting and mixed up. And, right, and, the, you know, and you get to work off the other performer and you get to, your, you know, it salvages your own energy. It yeah. allows you a, a moment to reset between the songs. It allows you to really consider the next song that you're going to play based on the song that you've already played and the song that followed it, which is someone else's song. So it's, it kind of gives you a, a different kind of a dynamic uh, as the performance goes along. So that's what I had wanted to do, but we were, uh, we were daunted uh, by the limitations of, of Zoom. And n n please, no, uh, don't want to say anything bad about Zoom at this point, nor does anybody else. I got a feeling that's going to be a very prominent corporation here uh, for the next little while. But um, it about it was like two days before we were supposed to. So we had realized that we couldn't get the sound we wanted through Zoom. So we were just going to do separate sets. You know, I was going to do a full set from our house, and then I would direct everybody to Marjorie's page, and she would do a full set from her house. And uh, it was like two days before we were scheduled to go. She kind of called me up. She says, "You're going to laugh." but I just found a thing that tells us how to fix the sound on Zoom. And I was like, you're kidding. So rush, 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 set it up, bunch of tests, you know, and it, was, it worked great. So we were able to pull this thing off on Thursday evening and uh, to benefit the CNP Coffee Company. And it looks like we raised something over four hundred and fifty dollars for yeah. The I think it was around four hundred seventy-three something. Between, eighty-two. Yeah, between uh, donations to directly to the GoFundMe tip jar at CMP, and donations through my Bandcamp page and through my PayPal uh, tip jar, yeah, which was great. It just it just amazes me. So. Well, I think. It's very cool. And I Marjorie think, uh, was Marjorie was so patient. And such a good sport. And maybe everybody is right now because of the situation we're in. It's like Marjorie was on spring break from, from her work. She had been having to teach from home. She's somebody who's a, a college professor. And so uh, she was teaching classes from home. But it just happened that you know, we timed this during her spring break. So and, but she was just, I don't know, if, if it hadn't been for Marjorie's persistence and patience, I don't know that it would have come off the way it did. So kudos to her. And now I know how to do this thing with Zoom, so I want to do it some more. So watch this space because there may be breaking news yeah. tomorrow evening. There's something that so Bill something, would really desperately is, like to break, yeah. but he can't I do just, it We've got to work out a couple of, <laughs> couple of little factors, and then, uh, and then I'll let you know. But thanks to Marjorie for her patience because, you know, I'm a scatterbrain, and you know, my I'll I don't stay on, I don't stay on topic as well as some people do, and uh, she just kept well, bringing I, me back to it. I think that you get really frustrated with, with things, and then you're I just get, like, ah, I, I just get, can't do this. I get frustrated with technology, <laughs> because I'm a geezer, you know, and you know, I'm I feel like I'm constantly being confronted with 
the cool thing that people are doing now, but you got to have this thing and you got to have this thing. And I can't afford either of those things. And I don't really, really have the, uh, what, what is it that you lose when you're, when you're older so that you don't, the idea of having to learn another thing and uh, spending a whole time trying to become an expert at this thing so that you can do it as well as with the demo shows that you can do. You just don't want to, you don't have that energy anymore. But I just you. don't think you like technology uh, puzzles yeah. that much. No, not the puzzles. I like the, yeah. res- I like the results. Okay, though. Because I, I kind of like the technology puzzles. I do a lot. I mean, I'm doing it in my job all the time. So I, I sort of enjoy that almost like a crossword puzzle, you know, if I could figure it out. But yeah. I don't think you like the puzzles. Anyway, so. I did, we did figure it out and it worked great. And I really enjoyed my assignment of monitoring the... Yeah, Diane was watching the Facebook feed because Marjorie and I were both looking at the Zoom screen, so... It was my allotted task to monitor the the comments and, and make sure that everybody felt welcomed into the room, so to really, speak. Really, which is kind of what you've traditionally been. You've kind of been that person... <laughs> Uh, for you know, forty years or so. So, which I it's it's a something I absolutely she's, love. She's good at it. I love she's it. She's very good at it. Well, I just always enjoyed the camaraderie of all the people, yeah. and because I was monitoring that, I really because everything was in real time, you know. Yeah. So I felt like, wow, it wasn't like you're posting a message and then it's just out there and you're waiting for a response it's yeah like, it know. was immediate and uh and it was fun to see all the names that showed up there were a lot of people that i would not have necessarily expected to come and yeah. it was just a blast it was a blast and I, you it know, didn't I, allow me to now i'm watching the show in fact i started watching it this morning because i didn't really get to watch it <laughs> i was i was so much trying to transmit everything up to you that was important for you to know and there was a consistent um, number of about 63 people in the room. I think there were some people who kind of came and left, but there were, there were around 63 people most of the time. Yeah, and I, I have not had a chance to thank each and every one of the people who came, but boy, I sure do appreciate it. It was very cool. It was, it was fun, and it was, you know, it was an adrenaline rush of a different kind. I think the... The blood chemistry, the chemicals in my blood were a little different than if I had been performing at the CNP, um, but it was definitely a, an enlivening uh, event. But I'll tell you, when it was over, I was tired. Yeah. But I think that I was, was because too. of the the two weeks leading up to it and all the kind of the the adrenaline of the day and you know, you you always have this thing as a performer where you're not so much afraid to of of performing, but you just want to be doing it. You're sick of waiting for it. You're sick of the anticipation of it, and you you get agitated because you want to start. Yeah, so. you're wandering around the house. I know. The house. I know. <laughs> Same. Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Usually, I'm that? driving someplace, yeah. or I'm, I'm you boy. going yeah, you, to a you, place. You got good coffee. Like a car trip or something to the venue to kind of <laughs> kind of ease you, you know, transition into a different headspace. I didn't really have that this time, so gonna have to learn that too. I feel like we are in the most fortunate of times to be going through what we are going through as a nation because there are ways of of connecting with the people you care about. Not only phones, but able to see the people 
through FaceTime and all these various things. I, you know, this is just, it's been an amazing revelation to me that you can still feel so close to the people in your life just through these electronic means. Yeah. And of course, we all miss being able to be in the same room and that is not going to go away. Yeah. But man, I'll take the virtual over nothing. Yeah, you know? that's true. But it really is a reminder of how important physical contact is. Yeah. You know, just in general, uh, friendly physical contact, uh, just bumping into people, anything. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's weird when you go for a walk that you actually sort of veer when you see yeah, another person. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of what weird. I've been doing is uh, like if I do it, I'll just kind of wave at the person like, and they know what I'm doing. You yeah. know, they know I'm not right. seeing them as a leper or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm the leper in this case. You know, exactly. you don't know. You so don't. It's a different set of rules, but it's interesting how you kind of have the, I have this kind of visceral kind of sense of, uh, missing just contact with people. Yeah. You know? Not, you know, and not just physical contact, but being in other people's presence, you know. Not that you're not enough or anything like that. Well, but, I'm not enough. I well, mean, for anybody, I it's, understand it's, you know, you, that. Especially, you know, I've got a lot of amazing friends and people that I work with and stuff and these other musicians and things. And, you know, there's a big network of, of associates. And, you know, I want to be able to talk to and be around them all the time. And, well, uh, but I also think that our whole lives are built around the camaraderie of a concert, and it's the camaraderie is is all about being in the same room together and right. laughing at the same things, and yeah, I've been in contact through Skype with my, um, I mean, daily I'm skyping back and forth with my one of my. Dearest co-workers. co-workers, Chris, I've actually gotten to know a lot of the people in other offices because you, when you Skype now with a person in another office, you aren't just saying, I need this thing. You're also saying, how are you doing? Yeah. You're asking about, how are you doing at work at home? Like this one guy that I works in academic human resources that I always work with. He was saying, yeah, I mean, I hope that we can repurpose our dining room back to its original <laughs> area. And I said, oh, you're in your dining room? I'm in my dining room, too. Will the dining rooms ever be the same again? <laughs> yeah, you know, what will be the same? What won't ever be the same again? Well, the thing that I also thought was funny is you were saying, yeah, well, maybe the feng shui of our dining room won't be. I, I kind of like the way it <laughs> looks. Too. You know? Me too. I so always thought it would be fine because the, I think the... the the usefulness of it makes it beautiful. Yeah, you know, and well, so. we've pretty much always used every room of our house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A we lot, we so. are pretty much optimizing our space yeah. as much as possible. But we're there's, really optimizing it now. That's right. If there's any real wasted space, it's probably up in my office up there somewhere. But I think I'm using where that. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty full in there, isn't there? Yeah. I could probably take about 300 things out of there, and it'd still look pretty packed in there. I wedge a lot of a lot of activity into that little space, and now it's a television studio. Yeah. Well, I think we all have to take uh, take heart in the beauty around us, even Definitely. with all the. You know, I I've always thought I I remember who was 
there was someone, I don't know, there was Joseph Campbell or somebody said that this world was like awe and wonder uh, juxtaposed with terror. And I've always felt that that's true about life. There's never a feeling that you can just be totally in the awe without this terror on the other side. Well, you need one to set the the magnitude of the other you know you you know you have to have this sense of terror in order to have the feeling of awe be so far away from it you know you have to have these extremes you have to have one extreme in order to be able to register the other extreme i heard that a long long time ago and i've thought about it a lot during especially during times like we are in now where everything is being overturned and and everything's shaken up and in the, into the air, man. Yeah, and for tho- those of us who are lucky enough to be uh, able to, you know, meet our own basic domestic needs, uh, it's it's important, I think, to have been given this opportunity to stop so much of what we fill our lives with every day, so that we can think a little bit more clearly about right. these things. Step back from from a, a lot of the busyness that actually distracts us from a deeper kind of thinking and have the opportunity for a deeper kind of thinking like this. And I think there's a lot of people who are doing it, and I think it's going to be to all of our benefits. Uh, well, there are several things that that I was thinking this week. I was thinking the creativity of everybody right now of just coming up with different ways to do things. And I mean, certainly in my job, Every single day, we're trying to do something that we've never done before and try to think how it's going to to operate in our lives. So, uh, and watching you with the Zoom and seeing other people doing other things, having Zoom meetings that I've never participated in before, but that was really heartening to see, in our case, we were seeing all of our coworkers in the same screen so that we could uh talk to each other and it was great to see them even though i don't know it kind of distorts everybody's face but i like the way it kind of softens things a little bit too this is it's kind of a soft focus i mean i don't have a fancy camera so i just got my you know the camera on my computer and I don't plan on getting a better one because I kind of like the fact that it's a kind of soft folks, not too no, sharp. No, yours wasn't distorted. What I'm talking about is when somebody's, you know, has it on their lap or something, right. the yeah, face gets looking, all, all you see is know. their chin and their neck and, and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's been an amazing week in that regard. And I my gratitude uh, goes to everybody who came to that concert. I saw some names there that I just... It just I'm just so grateful that everybody came. And I hope we can keep doing something like this. And it's it's nice. It was nice to be able to play for people that, you know, are in Idaho and are in, you know, different towns all over the place. And it was nice to be able to do that without, uh, you know, a lot less driving. May I also just comment that Marjorie and... Nancy singing together. Ah, oh my God! What a revelation that is. Um, and I think I was going to say that my gratitude goes especially to Marjorie Richards for hanging in there with me, for being willing to. Because it's like she was saying she was. I had asked her to join me at the CNP this month, and she was thinking, well, I haven't really performed in public for twenty years, and 
and so this will be good. I won't, I won't really publicize it, you know, I'll just do this, and it'll be kind of a, a quiet, you know, re-entry into, into performing, and, you know, I was like, yeah, that's, this will be great. Then it turned into this worldwide <laughs> web thing that I wanted to, pro you know, I sent out 600 and some invitations to people about it, and suddenly it was a, a lot bigger deal than Marjorie had, had uh, planned on, so I'm grateful for her courage and her wife Nancy and she singing together is a it's a new dimension in sound that needs wow. to be spread out a little bit farther a lot farther wow. perhaps yeah really everybody was commenting on I that know. they were just like oh my god <laughs> these guys are good yeah it was great oh. it was great so we're going to feature a little give you a little taste of Marjorie's uh, music from her album which did come out about 20 years ago, and it is a fabulous album. It's always been one of my favorites. It's got some great songs on it. And may I just say that I was uh, chosen to be a, a judge in the songwriting contest with David Maloney and Neil Woodall. As we were the judges of that. And I realized when Chris Lunn had put a comment on there that he probably asked me because apparently he was doing the show. And she was the songwriting contest winner. And I remember very clearly the three of us just being blown away by her song. Yeah. And, and actually, uh, there were a lot of wonderful performers that day. And people I even knew. And I didn't know Marjorie at that time. But I remember thinking, oh my God, she is so fantastic. And I believe, although I'm not quite sure, that the song was My Backyard, which is one of my favorites. I'm pretty sure it was that. So, so we'll leave you with a little more Marjorie.
My brothers tell me not to be so afraid, but I'm afraid I grow up that way. When they were learning how to handle knives, I was learning how to put them away. Don't run so fast, don't wander far. You might fall down and easily scar. It's safer to hide, but it's lonely inside my I met a girl who shook me hard. She said, "This whole damn city is my backyard." She spit on the sidewalk, scuffed up her shoes, and if you want me to, I. She told me, "If you want me to, I. If you want me to, I." To you, she taught me defense moves, how to put up my guard. Now we're tearing down the fences, tearing down the fences in my backyard. My. Obsolescence, flawed by design. Can't win for losing. You say, keep on trying. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Must be a sign. You say, grass grow tall. Every day, the glass half full. There's a pony in there somewhere. Hope is a candle with a trick flame, and even on the umpteenth day of the darkest winter, maybe the sun will burn through the day. Maybe the sun will. Used to be so easy, just give it your all. Now they got you looking for a door in the wall.
day.